Welcome to Popcorn Restaurant. I'm Jordan Wold. I'm Brad Biteman. And our third host, Maggie Kalkane, is not here today. Um, but we'll have them back next week. So chill out. We're really thinking about having them back. I I think after this one week suspension. I think if they yeah we'll them back. If they just think about what they did to us on the podcast and how mean they were. I think that'd be they, great. They poured goo all over us. They did. Which not being in the same place was difficult. It was like a Rube Goldberg machine. Mm-hmm. Tragically ending in goo. Don't you hate it when things tragically end in goo, folks? <sighs> oh, that's not to me. Got it. Yeah. No. Everyone. Everyone. Think you about are. that. I know <laughs> you hate it. That's right. No, I forgot you were doing a Dora the Explorer type thing. <laughs> um, what have you been up to? What have you been consuming lately? Media what have I been consuming? Um, I've been watching Difficult People. It's a good which show. Is very funny. Yeah. Um, I'm watching some other. I mean, I'm always about to watch The Floor is Lava, but I'll get yeah, there. I know. We're we're at the same point. Yeah, it's 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 coming around. Um, but I feel like there was one other thing. Oh, I watched Face Off last night for the first time. <laughs> How is it? It is. <laughs> huh. How is it? That is, I mean, it might be good. It's certainly what it's trying to be. Um, if you had to rate it, out, like including half stars out of five, what would as, you give it? How it is as a movie or how I enjoyed it? Well, I think those things are fairly linked because, I mean, there are certainly distinctions. Sure. Like things like The Room obviously is a half star movie, even if I enjoy it as much as like a four star movie. But I don't know, to a certain extent, there are things that are like campy or maybe like don't quite work. But I'm like, well, if I still got what they wanted me to get out of it then i feel like i shouldn't penalize it for having different goals yeah it's definitely i think that kind of thing so yeah probably for both yeah four stars it's wow that's so wild it's too long for sure um what's the running time on that bad boy it's two hours and 18 minutes i think and that's as long as the master wow (laughs) do you know every movie time I know a lot of them, but we just watched The Master a couple that days ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's... I like the fact that uh, Travolta and Cage did not like each other and we're doing mean impressions of each other <laughs> the whole time. Um, and I like it when they get a boat to <laughs> tear through another boat to use it as a ramp. And that's like such a small part uh, that no one ever acknowledges. Um... And I like it when they take the faces off, frankly. Oh. They're supposed to be doing a reboot or something. Yes. It's been announced. But I wonder, I yeah. Who are the current two crazy people that would be in that? Um, well, you could just go meta with it and have it be Michael Sarah and Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> that could be cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then they could do impressions of each other, which are close <laughs> to what they are. And that would, yeah, mm-hmm. 
they would find the subtleties in that. Jesse Eisenberg's in the movies where he's twins, right? In the double? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's a good movie. I should watch that. They put, they got Oren Uziel on the script for this face-off reboot. And I feel like that's a guy whose name has been attached to a lot of, yeah, yeah, the Cloverfield Paradox, (laughs) Detective Pikachu 2. But also 22 Jump Street. So, okay. Not all bad. Yeah, the most famous screenwriters are usually not amazing. Yeah, we got Alex Kurtzman, Roberto Orsi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyone that rewrites like Batman v Superman or something. Sure. You got like your David Kepps. Yes. Your Alan Loeb's. Yes. Mm. Hmm. yeah i'd watch that yeah hey well hopefully they make it they announced it the day before my birthday last year so perhaps it's an omen that's so sweet i'll make it oh that's what it is yeah maybe it's a movie starring me and who who are you getting your face swapped with i don't know i think i look like a lot of people so i <laughs> well, I don't. That's not even. You you can swap with anyone. Well, that's, that's the thing, true. Because yeah. they then do an extensive surgery to make your body look the same too. Hmm. I think it'd be funny if it was like me and Kevin James. That could be cool. I think our energies in a movie would be captivating. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if you would bring you up or you would bring him down. I think we'd meet in the middle. That'd be nice. Did you know he's in a new movie where he plays, a new horror movie where he plays, like, I don't know if it's a horror or thriller, but it's apparently a serious role for him where he plays a neo-Nazi. Is it Becky? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Is that we good? Talk about this. I don't know. It's, I think it has, like, in the 60s on Rotten Tomatoes, which... Okay. Is pretty good, but uh, I wonder if it's the type of movie that doesn't have very many reviews, so it gets mm. a bit inflated. Yeah, it's possible. If, um, yeah, like, his... Is he trying to do like an uncut gems thing? I think so. I think he wants what what Sandler got, which is you know a little bit of credibility. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. He wants to be at least invited to the indie awards. Yeah. But Kevin, Kevin, sweetie, you're not getting that independent spirit award now. Yeah, it's it's good for us to tell him now that that's not happening. It just won't. He has an Emmy nomination though. Oh. For he what? Got one. He got one for like season seven or eight of King of Queens. Yeah, if you hang around long enough, <laughs> they will uh, ask you to leave by giving you an idea. Yeah. It's so easy to get a, um, an Emmy nomination for like a guest role. You can be like in two scenes. You should have just done that. It is, but it's also like they, on- they only allow it for a couple of different shows really it's yeah. like if you're on snl snl takes up the majority of those spots especially for comedy which is just annoying yeah you know people aren't always <laughs> at their best on snl no, we have our, to admit it de niro got nominated for he wasn't even hosting <laughs> for being in the cold open when he was just being robert mueller as his uh character from uh, me the parents 
Yeah, I don't even know if it was that sketch or the one that was the parody of the Sopranos finale. <laughs> God, those sketches are stupid. It's not a good show. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's tough to realize that when people think it's bad now, maybe that's how it has always been. I don't know. Like, I think it's it's never been as amazing as people thought, but it yeah. certainly was has I think almost always been better than it's been yes. the last no, it's, few years. It's for sure worse now. Yeah. But I, I think so many people grew up watching like best of DVDs and assumed that it was all pretty good. Sure. But they got to fill a lot of time every week, guys. Yeah. Look, for every potato chip Will Ferrell, Josh Brolin, Will Forte, Josh Brolin <laughs> gets, there's... <laughs> There's a bunch of sketches I can't even remember. Yeah. It's really tragic. Did you watch the James Franco documentary about SNL? I think I did like 10 years ago when it popped up on Hulu. Or yeah. like six or seven years ago because it was, I think, held for a long time. Yeah. yeah but it's about sense. the Malkovich episode from like 2008, yes. I think. Which is a very interesting one. Because I do remember very specifically because I watched that season a lot on hulu um Mm -hmm. in high school but yeah like my takeaway is that it looks very hard and exhausting and it they don't have to do it the way they do it i feel like but it'd be Mm -hmm. so fun when you see like john mulaney and bill Hader make like writing stuff Mm -hmm. Uh, 3 a.m on writing night in 2008 yeah but it has to be all those things or else it'd be bad Mm mm-hmm um well we every time we try and update people on the news of movie theaters and when they're reopening and when movies are coming back we 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 get out of date so quickly because that's how constantly Mm. that all of the news is shifting we got some new news for the next couple weeks at least i think before everything gets fully shut down again or Mm -hmm. or maybe it won't um but right now uh the movie theaters are supposed to be coming back in full force everywhere even in california where we are at risk of running out of hospital beds Mm -hmm. um amc is gonna try and get all their theaters opened by july 31st cinemark is gonna do the same they're gonna start a week earlier by showing classic movies from the 24th on and uh, I think Regal's going to do the same. And they're all requiring masks now, which is great. That's something. That's the bare minimum. Yeah. I I don't necessarily trust, nor should we really expect that employees who are being given $10 an hour are going sure. to fight people too hard on that. Yeah, that but makes sense. That's something. Um, so now Tenet is supposed to come out on a Wednesday, okay, Um, that used to be more of a thing. Um, On August 12th, Unhinged, the Russell Crowe action thriller that really just wants to be the first one back is July 31st, Broken Hearts Gallery, August 7th, Mulan, August 21st. What do you think is going to happen? Do you think they'll stick to these dates? Um, no. They haven't so far, and even, like, you know, they're still only putting, like, in theaters on the trailers 
uh, without any dates. They don't seem too certain of it, and they frankly shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I still feel the way that like once we get to this, like I feel like I could safely go to a movie theater and be very careful, but everyone else shouldn't. Mm-hmm. But if everyone thinks that way, then it won't work. So I'll probably give it some time. Right. It's uh, it's just maddening that we could actually like July could have been a perfectly fine time. Yeah. To re- start reopening theaters, it's just it went went so funky. Yeah. If we were all just a little more patient. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the box the box office Reddit, which is where I get a lot of my news. For <laughs> you prowl. Yeah. Just hang. Yeah. I don't I don't post a lot except when someone says Ooh. something that's wildly uh, inaccurate and I you just uh, I point out the truth. Nice. Um what's your karma like? I got 85. Nice. I think. Um but they're more on the pessimistic side and the general consensus there seems to be that nothing is going to come out in theaters this year, which oh, wow. I certainly hope isn't the case, but it seems more and more I, realistic. I get where they're coming from. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's so stupid to guess what's going to happen in November. So who's to say, I I feel like how, how could we not be doing better than we are now at any point in the future? But, um, Time and time again, we've proven that things can go worse than expect. It's true, because we are still in the first wave. Yes. So maybe we'll get like three or four fun weeks movie going in September and October be before nice. we have to close everything again. Yeah. Could be fun. We can all go see Quiet Place 2, sure. uh, Candyman, uh, whatever else they try and rush out. Yeah. Um wonder woman it's october now so yeah black widow is that november now or that's something? that's november so who knows yeah we'll all be dead by then yeah it's possible <sighs> sad stuff um but that's the quick update for the for the main topic for this episode i thought then, we oh go ahead. just the one last thing about yeah. this is that Movie theater news is tough because it's either the movie theaters are going to be open and they shouldn't, or the movie theaters are not open and I wish they were. Um, But, you know, one day they'll be open and it'll be fine. One day it'll be open, it'll be fine. I'll be sitting, I'll be reclining at the Alamo Draft House. Mm -hmm. I'll have their their beautiful wedged fries. Yes. The thing will come up on the screen that says, you cannot talk or use your cell phone or you're done. I, I, I won't want to do any of those things. Mm-hmm. I want to follow the rules so bad now that I can again. Yeah, I think I'll probably like really like no matter what it is the first few times I'm able to go back into a theater because I'll just be so happy to yeah. be there again. Oh, going to be great mm-hmm. eventually someday 
Um, for this week, we thought it might be fun to, uh, we haven't, we haven't prepped these with each other. We don't know what the other's going to bring in, but we mm -hmm. thought we could bring in some movies that we enjoy that we think the other might hate and vice versa. I brought in just a whole bunch. Uh, do we want to go back and forth on, on movies? Like you say one, we talk about it and then I say one, etc. Um, yeah, I think <laughs> what I'm realizing yeah. is some of my movies, I forgot both parts of the prompt um, yeah. and some are movies that I don't like either, but that's fine. That's fine. And I'll also have more by the time we get to my first one. So, yeah. Um, yeah, because I had such a hard time trying to figure out movies that you would hate at all. Right. Or movies that I don't already know that you hate because I was there when you hated it. Um, right. And that's why this will be exciting to find out. So you start. Yeah. Okay. I'll start. First one on my list movie that I think is brilliant that I think you probably don't like. Uh, Borat. I have never seen Borat. <laughs> I, in like sixth grade or whatever, mm -hmm. I thought I had heard all of it from my friends <laughs> quoting it. There was like that time of being a child, but not quite being a teenager when like people just quoted movies and like, again, SNL best doves and like didn't ever try to make your own joke or even try to say anything, but would just say stuff from other stuff. And I found that frustrating. Um, so I didn't watch Borat and <laughs> I've never circled back to it. I, how would I, hmm, how would I like it now? I bet I might still be frustrated, but I, I might like it. I mean, so, it's so hard for me to separate it from everyone, you know, just making the sounds essentially. Sure. Okay. So the big quotes I, that I'm sure you heard a lot, you know, mm -hmm. very nice, my wife, <laughs> wah, 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 wah. Um, but what else did you hear on repeat? That's a good question. So, I mean, he wears the funny bikini. Yeah. Um, he talks about uh, the stuff in, uh, well, like, <laughs> you know, the stuff about like whores or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, uh, there's like a naked fight or something. There is a naked fight. Uh, cool. <laughs> uh, I remember my aunt being very mad about that. Um, what else did I hear a lot of? I mean, honestly, it could be almost nostalgic to watch it and remember what I'm forgetting. Sure. Or things that like, because I'm sure there's so much to Borat that I... Um, I've simply never heard of. It's yeah. a full movie. I couldn't have heard every line. Did you hear a lot about like the Pamela Anderson stuff? Yes. Okay. That actually reminds me of something yeah. that has, doesn't have to do with this, but I just, yeah. I want to talk about this. Sure. <laughs> I saw, have you ever heard of the movie The Stray? Mm -mm. It's, I think a very low budget movie from 2017. Mm -hmm. And it, is about like this dog that everyone likes. Um, but there was like an advert on YouTube because it was like free on some service. So I'm gonna play the clip that they showed as the ad. Okay. It's a little kid walking with a guy. Um, 
uh, in like the woods and mm-hmm. he's impressed that he lived in Hollywood and this is what he says. Yeah. Did you ever meet David Hasselhoff? No, I never met the Hoff. Or Pamela Anderson? Uh, no, I used to work out with Jim Brooks. Who? So the two celebrities that this like 10 year old wants to hear about are David Hasselhoff and Pamela Anderson. Is it a movie set in like the 90s? No, no? I I Googled it so extensively. Like, I think it's bad and maybe written by a bad writer, but it's just, Mm -hmm. it's fascinating to me that that's what old people writing movies think kids are into is David Hasselhoff. These days, kids like Jojo Ziwa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ones like that. Um, and they, and there's like a, a point where he hits a person that he hasn't heard of that I don't know that I've heard of. Um, but Who is he, it? Jim Brooks. Well, that's James L. Brooks. Is I that mean, James L. Brooks? Yeah, I don't okay. So, <laughs> so that's who the kid hasn't heard of, but he's obsessive. Star Baywatch. So that's just yeah. something I've been thinking about all day. Maybe it's just a part of the kid's character that he just really loves Baywatch. <sighs> was Pamela Henderson in Baywatch? Yeah. Was she? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that Maybe was Maybe that is a breakout. huge part of the movie. Hmm. Well, now I have to watch The Stray. You gotta. Um, one last note on Borat. Please. It, it won at least one major award and was nominated for one other major award. Can you guess either of the categories and the award ceremonies? It, hmm. Was it nominated for an Oscar? Yeah. Was it for... Hmm. Uh, writing was it written entirely? It was. It was not written entirely at all, but it was nominated for original screenplay. Oh wow! Which I would imagine it was nominated mostly for like the scenarios they came up with to put him in, and like a lot of the because I would imagine they knew a lot of like if people react this way you know like yeah. here are some things you could say wow. but also so much of it is improvised so i don't yeah. quite get that but yeah for them to break their thing about not really liking comedies that much that's an interesting one yeah to and do it for. the one that it won was it a golden globe yeah was it for comedy music or whatever it was for actor in a oh. comedy musical for interesting yeah as the Borat himself. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. What a crazy year. It was a critical darling. Wow. And then people did not like Bruno, is that correct? Or did they? Bruno didn't do very well and critics were pretty split on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, your turn. Okay. So I, let me see. So here's one that I just, you, I think a couple weeks ago, texted me, I think, do you like Suicide Squad? Is that correct? Yeah. And then I said, no. Yeah. And then I don't think we ever talked about it again. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah. Um, 
so I guess, do you not like Suicide Squad and why did you do that? Well, I was curious because I was thinking about rewatching it and I wanted interesting. I w- if he'd said yes or like, oh, I just rewatched oh, it, wow. I was gonna see how it held up for you. <laughs> um, because that's good to know. I know it's a it's a bad movie. Yeah. Um, I kind of enjoy watching it, but that one is like a so bad it's good thing one for me. Like I, I give that a two and a half on Letterboxd because that makes sense. I do I like some things it has going for it actually. It's not mm-hmm. but it's not coherent. Yeah. Yeah, I think I like it when movies are their exact vision fully realized and not good and I can enjoy it that way. Yeah. But like when a movie like Suicide Squad is so clearly edited to be more like the trailer yeah. and not even what people had in mind it's yeah it's it's harder to enjoy ironically yeah. because whose vision is this apart from studio well yeah it's just several different trailer houses yeah, like, yeah. literally it's crazy yeah. um yeah i i um i was I was gonna half cheat by looking at what movies you had seen on letterboxd then I realized that you've rated all your movies, so that would already, it would have given away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then I would have fully cheated, and that would not have been as fun. Yeah. Um, you you could have, though. I w- would have been, you know, that would have been its own drama if I found out you cheated. That's true. Wow. I shouldn't have admitted it this quick, and I should have fully done it. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, my next one for you is mm-hmm. the movie Super Bad. Super okay, so this is very similar uh, through lines with these. So super bad. I watched it once at like a sleepover, like once when it first came out. But like I was doing this thing where I just wanted to prove to people that I didn't have to watch R-rated movies, so I like tried to ignore it. <laughs> so useless. What do you mean? You tried I like, to ignore it while it was playing? Yeah, like we, we were like not fully watching it, watching it, but like maybe like playing some board game also. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just trying not to watch it. I think like it bothered me that people thought they were cool for watching R-rated movies. And I was like, yeah, we'll watch this. I'm going to ignore it. And that um, was uh, a useless thing that I did uh for several years as a kid (laughs) and then i think i fully watched it with my friend from high school when i was in college like back for the summer and i think i I liked it all right it's there's that whole like genre of like i feel like also even most joe davitel movies are in that where it's like i i get what this is and how it was beloved at the time and it's not fully for me and it's nothing new but it's well done but it's long Superbad is not that long that's true think. no i think it's, Superbad's like 145 150 yes no the other one like this is more about why i won't watch king of staten island right now yeah. apart from the price but um sure. yeah so i i think i'd give it you know three and a half stars um do you rate any movie do you, you have letterboxd right i don't think i, I follow yes. you i am so bad at it i get into really um good streaks of using it very often mm-hmm. but i never rate them 
uh, because that's too much work for me. And then I will forget for like two months and have to try to remember what I've seen. But it is very satisfying. It feels like you're achieving something by having watched more movies. Yeah. Do you write funny reviews at all? No. I could see getting into that, but I just have no audience. It would just be for me. What is your, what's your Letterboxd username? I think it's our just legion. my name. Let me wow. look it up. Our legion of users, of listeners. Can follow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everyone okay. follow me on Letterboxd so we find out how many people listen to this podcast. Okay, I found you. Oh, three followers. So. Wow. Well, one of four them now. I don't know who it is. You sh- you don't even have a favorite movies section on here? No, I didn't even know it did more than just log movies for a while. And by the time... Yeah, it was just too late. Okay. Um, okay, your turn. One that I did see that you didn't like, so I'm going to decide to cheat now, um, okay. is... Maybe it was like two stars or something that you gave to Mamma Mia two. Yeah, I. What's your feeling? I haven't seen. I haven't seen the first one, That's admittedly. Big. Sure. But I, I heard people. I remember it was summer twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. People like all my friends were going to see it and were like, "It's silly, but it's a great time." And I went in fully hoping to get on board, and I just. I liked the I liked the share stuff, and because mm. <laughs> that was crazy. And Who wouldn't you? There were a couple moments where I got into it, and I thought the the lady who played young, uh, what's young Meryl mm-hmm. was was pretty good. Mm-hmm. But it didn't work for me as a movie. Like it was, I th- I love campy loose things, but this was simply so so loose as a movie. It's. It's arguably not a movie. Um, structurally, it's because it's, it's a combination of things that I think are so fun and I do very genuinely like a lot of parts of it. But then like, because it is so realized in its vision, I can enjoy the parts that just don't make any sense at all. Because like, this, like there's no conflict in the main storyline apart from the fact that there's like a storm yeah, and, and Amanda Seyfried and her fiance have some conflict in like late act two, I think. Yes, but by the time Cher shows up, nothing else happens except songs, um, which uh, I think is very funny. And um, I think it's funny how small the leather jacket is on the guy from Fleabag. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of little things. I like it when they have to calm the horse and then they like have a full conversation with the horse um i like it when uh what is that oh during uh knowing me knowing you they will like cut to someone in a room just for them to do the parts where it's like "Uh uh-huh and they cut back to the main person like it um (laughs) and then every now and then it will surprise me with a joke that they meant to do on purpose and uh yeah it's it's complicated but i do like it a lot sure i mean that's a movie i I really was hoping i could get on that wavelength and was expecting that to be but just didn't happen i like yeah you can't really do anything about that like i don't know how i could make myself like it if i didn't because right it's uh it's so specific 
I wonder if I'd like the first one more. Like, I like ABBA. Like, I like it. Do you say ABBA or ABBA? ABBA? I say ABBA, but I don't know. Okay. You I like their wrong, music. Like yeah. But I don't know. But you want to sung by singers? Someday. Yeah. Fine. It's also interesting because the first one has such a good, like, high concept idea around mm. it. And the second one has no plot except showing you what they said already happened. And again, there's a storm. But um, yeah, yeah. Still on board. Your did turn. You see, oh, no, please. Did you see that a producer of Mamma Mia teased a third film recently and said it's meant to be a trilogy? Yes. Oh, no, it's and not. I, That's awesome. As someone that really likes the movies, there's nothing less true than that. Um, they <laughs> murdered Meryl Streep just to make a second one. What, um, what could the next one be? Maybe the third one will be She Comes Back to Life. That could be cool. They're also out of songs, which I think is the bigger problem. Yeah, because they reused some in the second one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's... Look, not pushing for that, but I'd watch it. I feel like they should just maybe, like, if they do a third one, you keep a couple of the the classics from ABBA, but maybe shift the focus to doing, like, all share songs or something. Yes, Like, if you're totally. bringing her back. I mean, I, yeah, I think if we put our heads together, we could write a very good Mamma Mia, here we go again, my, my. Um, but I don't know that they will. Yeah. Look, yeah, that would be a fun three-week process. Absolutely. I think, Look, I've got time. To um, okay, I know you haven't seen Beach Bum, but, I, you know, yeah. I think you'd hate it. And yeah, it's not... it. um, I don't even know uh, why... I have such a problem with things like that. Where just everyone's just, I don't know. So, uh. Do you just dislike things where it's like, where they're proud to be gross? Maybe. I mean, like, I'm happy for them that they're happy with how gross they are. <laughs> but just, I don't know. I don't like watching things where, like, if the movie wants everything to be looking fun and good, but for me to picture being there, I would just be so uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't know. It, that it, Even Mamma Mia 2 doesn't pass that test, so I can't figure it out. Fair enough. Um, but for my actual next one, Please. Um, I have Unfriended Dark Web, because I remember you saying you think the first one's pretty good. Yes. Or all right, but... Unfriended Dark Web, so... Yeah, so I saw that a year before it came out, yeah. not to brag. So I don't actually know if what I saw was the final version. I assume well, there were a couple versions for the ending, but I mean... Oh, yeah, what happens at the end in the one you saw, at least? I, I don't even remember, because I've watched it twice, and I'm not sure if I got oh, wow. the same ending. I don't do you know. really like it, or do you just so I easy do. to watch? I think that... The second one, I like the first one too, but I think the second one is really, really good. Interesting. Um, but I don't remember the ending at all. I just remember sequences of it being like, just really impressed with the way they actually used the screen life thing yeah. to do something like super cinematic. Yeah, no, it, I think parts of it definitely work. Um, like the part when they're like, 
is is there there's the part where like they're gonna like kill someone's mom or like push someone in front of a train or something and then they do yeah. both yeah there's a, there's a lot of like race against the clock to stop this thing and then the fucked up people are bad anyway yeah um, um yeah i think why didn't i like it i think i didn't maybe i just didn't buy like that the people were friends oh and the guy that like like the main guy that like stole a laptop mm-hmm. and like sees the spooky software on it is just like let's just see what it is <laughs> i don't know <laughs> and also does it does it has the uh, like those text bubbles that come up from like the hacker that are black so you know they're bad mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's they like hacked facebook and made their text bubbles look scary yeah. and like wriggle and then disappear like yeah when, when they're going down that like 2d like, like the minecraft 32 bit yeah <laughs> yeah it's so cool <laughs> yeah i think some of that i was like this is kind of cool and some of that i was like what in the world is this but like the parts where the girl uh, who's blind doesn't realize that there's someone that the killer is behind her and like fucking around in her apartment That's yeah crazy that that is kind of spooky sometimes i remember just being like you you must see something moving in your reflection or like yeah yeah well i guess i don't i don't know how much i have no education on to how much peripheral vision has a relationship with maybe like sound in a way we don't realize you know i don't know yeah no that's possible yeah because they made that like software so she could like see sign language or something yeah that part was interesting i don't know i also might have been biased because i was worried that the thing i was writing would have to be like this and it frankly wasn't so maybe i'll watch it again but i don't think i will (laughs) searching's good though searching is good i think searching is as good as unfriended dark (laughs) okay that's i'm not trying to compare them but I like searching a lot. <laughs> I like searching a lot. I just think Deborah Messing is kind of bad in it. Yeah, that's that's probably true. But um, it was so exciting to be at the ArcLight and on that huge screen see like a search bar. <laughs> like this isn't right. <laughs> this isn't what <laughs> it was supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, your turn. My turn. Um, this one is this one's interesting because i didn't like it but my uncle loved it and it started an argument in our family have you seen the movie chef yes have i talked about this i think so i i've never seen chef you should check out chef yeah i i mean it's not good that's the (laughs) point but like it's so interesting because it is like an older middle-aged man's like fantasy but there is no conflict in any of it. And then yeah. my teacher in a screenwriting class used it as an example of a movie without structure. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's funny because yeah, some of my family was like, you know, you and Brett should just like be more <laughs> chill. Yeah, my cousin's name is Brett. Um, and uh, just enjoy a movie for what it is. And we're like, but it's not a movie really. Um, Damn. But also, 
written down. So if you haven't seen Chef, what do you what do you think about Birdman? Birdman, I like it. Yeah. What do you think about Birdman? I think it is technically very impressive. And I liked it when I watched it, but the more I thought about it, I think it's so annoying. Sure. I, I also haven't seen it in like since it came out. Yeah, but me neither. So I might be wrong too. What what was like the technical aspects of it were annoying to you? Or I liked the, the story? I think what like it, it did accomplish what it wanted to do very well. It was technically like amazing actually. But like yeah, the idea that it's like about like what kinds of art aren't good, but like mm-hmm. it never says which are fine. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It's very uh, stuck up. Um, and I don't know, to to be about, you know, what is good, you have to be such a good movie. And I feel like it's not quite that good. That's fair. I I remember liking that, but I did hate that filmmaker's follow-up film, The mm. Revenant. Um, yeah, that I will never imagine seeing. The Revenant is the, one of the most irritating things I, I have ever seen. It, just yeah, a whole, slog. Everything you ever heard about it was just that like Leonardo DiCaprio really like lived in a goat for five weeks. And like, I don't want to see that. No. Um, but yeah, my I mean, my Birdman feelings are unfortunately pretty, it's a soft positive, you know? Yeah, that's I, I feel like I could go back in and love it or hate it. I yeah, don't know. I was more just curious. Yeah. Um, okay, now I'm on to ones that I dislike that I think you might like. Um, Interesting. So I do not like the movie The Bling Ring. What do you think? Not seen The Bling Ring. Okay. What about? I, I I might like it. I like heists. It's hardly a heist movie. Well, then um, I won't like it. And frankly, uh, won't watch it. Okay, what about This Is Where I Leave You? I've not seen that. I don't even remember which one that is. What is that again? That's the one where it's Jason Bateman, Tina Fey, I think. Mm. Not, not Rob Corddry, but that, or maybe he's in it too. Or the yes, bald guy yes, from yes. House of Cards. Um, sure. Yeah. Yeah. They're, it's like, they're, I think Jane Fonda's their mom. Yes. It's like they're all Jewish, even though clearly none of these actors are Jewish. by that. Um, yes. I remember almost wanting to see that, and then it just didn't happen. Like, because there's that, when was that from? Like 2015-ish? I think 2014, maybe. Gotcha. It, um, because there's a phase when, like, you're realizing that, people you like are in bad movies pretty often Mm -hmm. and that a bunch of them all coming together will not make the movie good. Um, And I think, yeah, that specific type of comedians that, you know, are good on shows that you like because they're well-written aren't always in good movies. And I think I had just realized that and decided not to see it. Sure. Yeah. I mean, think of Sean Levy dramedy is probably not usually gonna be great yeah yeah (laughs) it's sometimes important who wrote and directed the movie um Um, but i think i stole this one from your uh or this information from your letterbox too but what did you think about beyond the silver lake 
Beyond the Silver. Wait, what is that movie? Andrew Garfield being crazy. Oh, it. Oh, under right. Or yes, did I say beyond? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, and I got confused. interesting. <laughs> um, That's I, a sequel. I was, yeah, honey, with the way that movie performed, <laughs> it couldn't even get an animated prequel. Um, uh, I was very mixed on it. I yeah. liked a lot of it and disliked a lot of it, and in the end, came out sort of, I think, shrugging because. It was so long. And it I, is so long. Yeah. It's too long. There were parts I really liked, like the very ridiculous scene with on the piano where it's <laughs> like it's all the same. Yeah. I don't know. It was messy, but I I appreciated it, but I don't know that I'd ever want to watch it again. What do you yeah. think? Yeah. I um I saw it with the right person, which is uh, my uh, cousin's fiance, Yara. And we were both having a great time. Um, and Did you see it in theaters? Yes, I had the Los Feliz 3, which was nice. Um, I think part of it was that we just had a very nice day and that was part of it. But um, yeah, I, I think it was one that was like always about to lose beam, but never quite did. Mm-hmm. And like, as a whole, I don't know if it works, but like the journey, I had such a fun time when he beats up those kids. Yeah. I loved it. I mean, I get his character was apparently killing dogs the whole time. Presumably. Yeah, I guess so. That's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. It again, <laughs> doesn't fully come together. But it's about the journey. And also sure. like, it, it does all come down to whether or not the character's overt sexism was satirical or not. And I've decided that it was. I, yeah, I mean, even though I'm 100% sure neither of us are the right person to declare. No, I think we should I, decide. <laughs> yes, uh, only for me in enjoying the movie. Um, uh, I mean, based I on the, that filmmaker's like previous movie, uh, which was It Follows, I think it probably must have been at least intended as satirical because it's tricky when you're not sure yeah because it does it change things is i think somewhat nuanced at least yeah i haven't fair. seen it but i know about it yeah yeah i don't think it would scare you that's yeah yeah i I've, I i've had less of a problem with horror movies recently i think just because i'm i'm getting better at not trying to guess how it's going to be scary because that's just distracting for me. Right. Because I don't even mind it that much, but it's just annoying when I'm like, oh, well, now something's going to jump out. It's not going to be fair. They, they, it's good. They're cheating. Um, but yeah, if I like a movie enough, you know, in generally just what it's about and all that, like that's, I'm excited to see Candyman and stuff. Yeah. It'll work. Um, okay, I'm just going to rattle off the rest of these movies that I dislike that okay. I think you might like. I'm not sure. I know what you've seen one of them, but the other ones, I don't know. Okay, the, okay so Dirty Grandpa, The Monuments Men, The Terminal, and The New Aladdin, which I know you've seen. I've only seen The New Aladdin. Really? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I think, I think I would like The Terminal. I don't know. I bet it's bad, but... I think the idea is so funny. Um, I had to watch that movie three times in the same school year. So I just, well, we watched it twice in twice in a film class. Um, 
which didn't make any sense. Twice. Uh, yeah, or maybe it was just once, but I feel like we watched it three times. Um, maybe it was just like we had to keep going back. Okay. So I saw parts of it a lot. Sure. Um, and we also watched it in a class, in a theater class from that same teacher, just because we didn't have anything to do. <laughs> Interesting. He doesn't so know he, about other movies. He just likes the term a lot. <laughs> okay. Well, good for that teacher. Yeah. Um, yeah. Monuments Men, I think I heard was bad. And maybe almost watched on a plane, or like maybe my dad did or something. It's more, I don't think I'm old enough to enjoy Monuments Men. Maybe someday. Um, and what was the third one? Uh, Dirty Grandpa. Yeah. I don't, Although I, I kind of like Dirty Grandpa. Yeah, I feel like you sort of do. Yeah. You certainly talk about it a lot. It's awful, but I like <laughs> parts of it. Yeah. I, um, hmm. But I like Dirty Grandpa. I, again, there's only one way to find out. And this is not bad, Grandpa. This is the Zac Efron one. Yes, this is the Zac Efron, uh, Robert De Niro, Aubrey Plaza, Zoe Deutsch movie. Yeah, I um... also starring Jason Mantzoukas. Okay, yeah, that's like it's a great and Adam Pally. It is a great guy. Okay. Yeah. Um, I worry I'll never see Dirty Grandpa. Well, I've got it on Blu-ray. So Why? <laughs> <laughs> okay did you watch any of the special features not yet i should yeah let me know yeah um do you have any anything else on your list three other ones that i either liked okay or didn't like that were all from like the movie pass era that i assume mm-hmm. you will have seen i think you will not have liked are molly's game the post and deadpool 2 I haven't seen Deadpool 2, but... That's fine. Um, the post, I thought, was perfectly fine. A yeah. little boring. Yeah. Um, Molly's Game, I thought, was pretty hilariously not good. Yeah, it's it's crazy. <laughs> it's, um... Yeah. It's not good. <laughs> Michael Sarah as Tobey Maguire, is the best part of that movie. Yeah, that, <laughs> that I did like. I thought in that movie that who's the guy Kevin Costner no no. he's the one that likes like is in like the gang or whatever and is like selling paintings or something and he's a comedian in like the new Baywatch and like I don't remember let me look him up but um there was someone in that movie that I was convinced was Dylan Sprouse in heavy makeup, <laughs> but it was just how someone else, uh, John Bass or Bass, Bass. Um, Let me look this guy up. Look him up. I was wrong about who he was and I was convinced. Um, oh, wait, how do you spell it? Cause this is uh, an American diplomat who comes Yes, up. with no H. Oh. And oh, like, yeah, I can see it. I get where I was coming from. Mm-hmm, and sure. I also, I think it's important to say that he does not look like Cole Sprouse. He looks like Dylan Sprouse. <laughs> That's crucial. Sure. Okay, yeah, pictures of, well, Cole Sprouse come up if I look him up. So that's something. Well, 
anyway, that was my takeaway from Holly's game. Yeah, it's just uh, I mean, Aaron Sorkin, he's got talent. I'll give him that. Yeah. He, and yet it's an awful movie. I hope his Trial of the Chicago Seven movie is better. But yeah, I, don't know. I hope that someone um, uh, stops him, if that makes sense, reins him in the way that like David Fincher at least tried to. Yeah, I mean, because it's not that he couldn't be a good director. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Molly's game looked fine, and the pacing was fine. Molly's game the issue was the script to me, which is crazy. But, yeah. 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 I think if he's just allowed to be the most of what he is, sometimes that's a problem. Yeah. But sometimes it's great. Hey. Uh, anything you want to plug this week? Um, Oh no, nothing. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. what were you th- were you doing a bit or were you thinking? No, something? I was just realizing that I have nothing. Oh. Um, I don't want to plug anything of my own, but I watched a documentary yesterday called The Overnighters, which is set in, which it was made in Williston, North Dakota um, in like 20, it came out in 2014, but it follows like a, a Lutheran pastor who was in the denomination that I grew up in. I assume mm. I've met this pastor. Oh, wow. Uh, somewhere. Um, but it's about like oil country and how this church, this pastor wanted to home people who had come out there to get a job, but couldn't find a job in the oil fields and how everyone in the town was like, no, we cannot house people in this church. Um, it's a great movie, but halfway through, um, there's a scene at a city council, at some random city council meeting. Mm-hmm. And who do I see but my very own uncle in this movie. <laughs> wow. Which uh, side of it was he on? I would assume not a good side. Um, gotcha. But he didn't say anything. But there are gotcha. like several shots of him straight on. Wow. Um, that must have been distracting. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, <laughs> and other thing I want to plug is I started reading Neil Gaiman's Sandman comic Ooh. books. And yeah, they're great. Yeah, I should read those. I just started using that comic book website. It's maybe owned by Amazon, so it's probably bad. Um, but which which one? Comicsology. Oh yeah, I get emails from them. I have like the iPad DC app that I read stuff oh, from nice. a lot of time. But I think yeah, because that's I've been <laughs> I've been reading the Power Rangers comics. And I'm not plugging them, but they're very good. <laughs> it's what's tough is that I don't want people to have to go read them, but they're very well done. Sure. So just deal with that. Um, but yeah, I wanted new comics to read now that I don't have to wait for them to be like printed. So maybe I'll do that. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.